Hey, guys, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been like, I want to be a model when I grow up, but you're like 50 and it's like too fucking late? Uh, Have you ever been friends with a model and you think, well, you can wear anything. Your life is perfect. Well, if you think like that, I'm about to change your mind because nothing's perfect. Let's face it. Getting older sucks. Getting older in the age of social media is even worse. Do you hate it when people tell you to age gracefully? Do you want to know how to live your best life at any age? Well, so do we. First rule, don't call me ma'am. Now, here's Jody Miller. Hey, everybody. This is Jody Miller, and this is Don't Call Me Ma'am. Don't fucking call me ma'am. Today, I'm so excited uh, for my guest. She's amazing. I've only known her about, I think, four years? Four or five years? years. Yeah, about four years. But she's just, I mean, she's one of those people that you just like, oh, I've probably known you forever. It's just one of those things. Um, she's amazing. She is a model. She is a UFC ring girl, octagon girl. Is that a yeah, yeah, octagon girl. Octagon girl, which <laughs> sounds like a superhero to me. So I'm just like, yeah, she also fights crime. Um, <laughs> and she's also an entrepreneur and she's amazing. And she's a cat owner. So right there, people, you knew that I was like hooked. Put your hands together. <laughs> That's right. Pull over your car and put your hands together right now. For Chrissy Blair. Yeah, Thanks. Such a warm welcome. It's Thank a warm you. welcome. I, uh, <laughs> it would have been even warmer if you brought your cats here. Why did you oh, not bring I your know. cats here I thought today? about it. We, I've been wanting to get a stroller as well, so we'll um, see. My friend Ariel, Ariel just got the backpack. She got the, <laughs> oh, backpack. the backpack. You can, got cat owners out there, listen to me, you can carry your cat in a backpack now, like a front backpack. It's like an oval, oh, and your cat better. can look out the window. Yeah, so it's like, it's like... Because I've seen the one on the back yeah. with, like, the bubble that their head goes in. I'm yes. like, that looks cruel. Well, this is, it is a bubble one, but she's holding it on the front. Now, yeah, here's the thing. My cat better. is a massive cat, so I would definitely throw my back out. Your cats are also oh, they're massive. Huge. I think yeah. they're 15 pounds now. And, and 10 of that is just fur. You guys, you have to go on Chrissy's page, look at her cats, because they're gorgeous, just like she is. Um, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> so let's start out, because I know there's a lot of women out there uh, that are listening to this right now, and probably some men, um, but mostly women that are thinking, I want to be a model. Like, it's every, like when you're a little girl, you're just like, I'm going to be a model, because you just see them on TV, you're like, I'll just be a model. America's um, Next Top Model, America, sign me up. Exactly, <laughs> like, oh, I can be a model. Like, I took this really good picture. I definitely found pictures when I was moving, when I was 13 with my friend. I don't know if you ever went through this phase um, I'm sure other people out there did, where we had the camera and she was like, let's take model shots. Oh, but of course. But when you look at them now, I mean, we were 13. I had a mullet. For, oh, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. And it's always, and like, I had like swollen cheeks. Yes. I'm sure. I had like puffy face. Yeah. But you were like trying to do that serious, like, you know, like posing to the camera, like smizing, you know what I mean? Yes. Tyra. But you're just like, oh my God, I'm so serious. I'm a model. Don't, don't show any emotion. And then you like, and then you like, I'm a look bitch. at it. Yeah. I'm a bitch. You fucking hate me, don't you? But you still also want me to sell your product. Like, that's exactly, like, that's the whole it's thing. so true. So let me ask you a question. Like, did you, want to be a model or was it something that somebody found you you're like all right I'll do this oh I I happen to be good at it because by the way people just because you're very pretty doesn't mean that you're going to be a good model so just I don't want you to think that that's all it takes so did you were you like oh yeah I definitely want to do this or 
Um, I never thought that I would want to do it. I never was seeking it. Right. Um, and I think when I was really young, I was approached at the mall, at the mall with my friend. Isn't like, everybody? They're always yeah. you're always approached at a mall. Totally. Well, they, first it was like for Hollister or Abercrombie, and then we were like, wow. "Oh, are we like attractive or something?" <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> is we, that when you just know? That's when you just discovered well, that you were attractive. We were like, we must be somewhat attractive if they want us to work there because right. everyone there is so attractive. Oh, they wanted you to work there. Yeah. Oh. So that was that. Oh, okay. But then like. Shortly after that, there was like a modeling thing where right. someone approached us and we went to it and it was totally a scam. Oh, so like yeah. I told my mom, she's like, that's a scam. Like you, you're not doing that. Right. They just steal your money. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not a model. Like right. this is this is just scam stuff. Right. Somehow you just are a Victoria's Secret model or you're not. <laughs> so <laughs> Or you get scammed. One of the yeah, two. One yeah. of the two. So I never was looking at, looking into it at all. I was in college. I was doing promo work because I hated being a server. Right. People were terrible. Yes. And I thought everyone was nice. And so when people were mean to me, I like took it really hard. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like somebody was mad at me because I wouldn't let them take their bone home to this to their dog from their steak. And like, when they ordered it, they're like, can I take it home? I was like, I don't know. I'll ask. And when I like never told him. Right. And so when he was finished, he's like, I want to take that home. And I'm like, oh, I can't let you. He's like, well, then I wouldn't have ordered it. Like, why didn't you tell me? He only <laughs> ordered it so he could take it home for his dog. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. People right. are so weird. And so I was like giving my tables away to the oh other servers. <laughs> I was like hiding in the back drinking soda. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> when this is in college. So my friend was like, oh, I hand out shots and make $25 an hour. I did you that, should too, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was, like, for American Honey. Mm-hmm. And she, like, got to dress fun and have all this fun. So yeah. I was like, sign me up for that job. So I did that, and I was looking for more work like that. And there was this contest going where you could become, like, a boat girl. where You'd be, like, in the calendar, but you'd be working boating events. Oh, great. Like promo work. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. I didn't even read there was a modeling contest part of it, and I won. <laughs> Oh, wow. Like, when they called my name, I just stood there, and they're like, girl, you you won. Like, that's your number. And I'm like, well, me? What? And then they're like, okay, we have to do a photo shoot. It's going to be on billboards, and you're oh going to have God. to do a commercial. And I just, like, kind of went for it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And they were like, this is your first shoot? Like, wow, you, like, you're a natural or whatever. And my mom always told me I was photogenic. Right. But She's my mom. You right, know. of course. Yes. <laughs> right, of course you think I'm cute, whatever. Yes. Uh, 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 Charles Manson's mom also thought he was photogenic. Um, <laughs> just saying, everyone, in case you were wondering. Uh, Charles yeah. Manson was also married three times, okay? So there's somebody for everyone. Okay. Uh, yes, our parents do pump us up like that. But yes, yes, they do. So, I don't know. I just kind of went with it, and I was like, I'm just going to see where this goes. And eventually it led to an agent, which then things started getting weird for me. Because I was like, okay, clearly some people believe in me and think I can do this stuff. Right. But then I was quickly getting into the side of the industry where people are constantly putting you down. Like they're like the agent. I didn't end up signing with that agent that first approached me, but I looked into a different agency. Um, Like as I started to research more about the Orlando local amazing modeling industry, which was hilarious. But (laughs) I was like modeling scrubs and they're like, you look like a Victoria's Secret model (laughs) in scrubs. In scrubs. Like this is obviously not true, but okay. But the agent, like, that I signed with, she straight up said to me, like, the first day I went in there, she's like, yeah, I'll sign you. But just so you know, like, I'm not going to even make you sign exclusive because you're not going to work that much. So Now, do you think that she was just being a whore? um, (laughs) Or do you think that that's something they do as far as, like, a mind game? Honestly, she was really sweet. I just think she used to be a model, so I think she's probably been through her own crap. Yeah. And she probably just felt she was being a good person by being really honest, like right. of what she thought. Right. But it was hilarious because a year later I signed with another agency there. Right. And 
they were pissed. They were like, wait, you're with that agency and you're working through them. And I was working way more through them. Right. They're like, you can't be with them. Like, you can't be with both. And I was like, actually, I'm non-exclusive. So, yeah, I can. Oh, my God. Yeah. And (laughs) it was hilarious. That is really funny. I mean, it just kept going like that. But, yeah, I never I never was seeking it out. I just kind of went with it once it came to me. And how did you when did you get into the UFC? Like, So the UFC was happening simultaneously. So I did that first thing that I won. Right. Signed with that Orlando agency and was modeling scrubs and things. <laughs> scrubs. And then I was shooting with, like, Orlando local photographers. And I was signing up for little, like, surf magazine contests and things like that. So right. I submitted some photos to Trans World Surf. Right. And they called me like a month later after featuring me and they're like, hey, like the UFC is calling us because we had another contest going with our Trans World Motocross magazine. Right. That whoever won that would get to be a guest octagon girl for one event. Well, something happened with the girl. Right. It, she was, I think, a little promiscuous. Something happened. So she they needed like someone last minute. <laughs> and they're like scrambling. And I think they're specifically looking for a blonde. So right. they called the magazine. We're like, what else? Like, who else can we look at? And right. they showed them other stuff they had going on. And it was me. And they're like, oh, we want to talk to her. So I had a call with them. And they're like asking me, are you scared of, of crowds? And <laughs> have you ever worked for like MMA you know, other MMA right. organizations before. And I guess I answered all the questions right because they were like, oh, we'd love to have you as the guest octagon girl. I didn't even know what it was. Oh, I wouldn't have either. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like Googling it while I was yeah, talking to them on exactly. the phone and be like, octagon girl. Again, it's the weirdest thing. I know it's obviously the ring, but like, I just think ring girl. When I hear octagon girl, it just sounds like you're about to like throw octagons at people and like fight crime. You know it what does. I mean? <laughs> it does. And they call us like OGs for short. So nice. then we get to pretend we're like, you know, rappers or yeah. something. Well, you are the OG. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you did a guest, you did like one show. Yeah. And then they were like, we so want to. did that. And then like four months later, they had acquired Strike Force and they needed girls because oh, they, wow. they were using, I think, maybe Monster or Rockstar okay. girls. And they were always different. It was like six at a time. And they decided, let's bring in the two girls we had as guest Octagon Girls, which was me and this other one another time. And they brought us in for Strike Force, and then they ended up merging those. So it. it was one thing, you know, led to the other, but it's been seven years now. Oh, my God, it's amazing. So that, that's been going on simultaneously with modeling. And it's crazy because for the first, like, three years with UFC, right? It's I was totally excited to have that job. And, right. and it was so fun traveling and stuff, but it wasn't my focus. I was really focused on proving myself as a model. Right. So I almost kind of took it for granted and was like, right. yeah, the UFC, whatever. Like, I need this, this, right. and that. And then slowly I became to realize, like, modeling, there's so many of them. It's so right. competitive and you don't really get treated well. Whereas the UFC, like... Dana White is actually so loyal to right. the people that he's hired. Like the other girls have worked there for like ten years. Or it's something. amazing. It's like a- who? How can you work doing that for no. ten years? In any aspect of this industry, it's really difficult to find something that yet yeah, you're that that's good. Like you're surrounded by good people that treat you well, mm-hmm. and those the longevity. And I mean, obviously, there's. People know that the modeling industry, you guys, I mean, I was just going to say, if you started, like, in college, you probably started later. Yeah, you started late, you know what I mean? And it's like, there's a very short shelf life when it comes, you know, to being a model. Now, the good, if you didn't have the UFC experience or anything else, it would be a hard transition to find work after you aged out of that, you know what I mean? You'd be back, you know, doing scrubs, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure there's a lot of nurses nurses and doctors (laughs) are out there are wearing your scrubs. (laughs) But, I mean, it is. It's a really hard thing to do. And I've also been in your boat where I've taken things for granted, like, 
just a comedy thing. I no, I only got into comedy to further my acting career. Oh wow! And I didn't I didn't even really care about it. And even when I moved out here, I wasn't going to do it. But it it, it was the one thing that kept flowing in my life. So finally, I had to be like, why am I resisting this? Like, why mm-hmm. am I taking this for granted too? Do you know what totally. I mean? Totally. Yeah. And you know, now it's been twenty plus years. So it's like I'm I'm super grateful for that opportunity for sure. Awesome. Um, I think it's easy to kind of get wrapped up in stuff and want more and more and more and want the things that you don't already have. Yes, everybody does that. I always say that. I'm a master at playing compare and despair. (laughs) Like, I'm really (laughs) good at that. But it is really good to hear that because I'm sure a lot of people just have misconceptions about comedians, about actors, about musicians, about lawyers, about what... There's definitely a lot of punches people take at models. Um, You know what I mean? Like, you know, all of that stuff. And they think your life is perfect and that you guys eat cotton balls because you don't eat real food. Um, But it is, I mean, you're also, you know, in your mid-20s. And I've talked about this before, but in this day and age, in 2019, people no longer have midlife crises. They have, I know so many people your age and younger that are having quarter-life crises, like for real. Like, what am I doing with my life? My dad's having a three-quarter-life crisis. He still compares and despairs. And it is because of social media. I feel like social media definitely contributes to that but so like it's good to hear that you also look at you know people in your industry and have the same you know every every part of your industry and probably have the same like why am I not doing that why did that person get that that's like that ruled my world probably for like two years and it was not fulfilling it's not right yeah and my friends are telling me they're like you're so obsessed with modeling like all you do is plan photo shoots and compare yourself to like yourself to others because I'd constantly be like why did they get that job why am I not getting that job right And it wasn't until probably when I said, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I should be so thankful that I have the UFC. Like, maybe they're getting that work because they don't have something like the UFC to pay their bills. We all have to pay our bills. Absolutely. You know, and there's enough to go around. Like, we need to think about it like they need that win because I'm going to get that other win. Absolutely. Like, we have to share, you know. It's it's the same thing in the energy. I mean, in like acting and, and comedy. It's so hard to be like that person just book that and, and in your mind you're like they're not even that talented yeah they're super mediocre like why are they getting that you know what I mean and you yeah. get like so wrapped up in it and that definitely the more we do that it just puts us in like such a horrible negative place so even when we do get good things we do that thing where we're like well yeah I got this but instead totally. of just being like I'm so grateful I just got this I'm not gonna sit here and like preach to you guys because you guys already know everything I'm telling you it's not like you know you have to be grad you know grateful all day long I hate that by the way like I just want to be grateful for like an hour sometimes hashtag like sometimes blessed. hashtag like killing hashtag <laughs> I love that hashtag bless uh, like I'm sure and I'm sure you see it too like if I look on like Instagram too like and your pictures are just great and you don't you don't put any of that crap but I'll definitely look at a girl like yeah hashtag blessed hashtag living my best life hashtag working every day love it like I just want to <laughs> like run that person over be like anybody that says that they feel you know grateful and happy every day is a fucking liar now we're all human yeah you have to you have to have the ups and downs of being a real person you can't live your life in that sort of like bubble and that brings me to like so your generation coming up with like social media like i for me it was like i'm in that weird middle age like i am i'm young enough to know the importance of it especially in my industry but i'm also old enough to not want to fucking do it I don't, I'm so, I don't want to keep constantly posting. There are certain things I love to post, but then it's like, 
I have to like post the right photo. How do I look? What is this filter? What's my caption? How, this is going to take forever. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's consuming. And I do look at other people and how many followers they have and how many likes they're getting and why am I only getting this likes? When in reality, it's like, who, who fucking gives a shit? You know what I mean? But like for you, you definitely, you have a brand and you know, you started your own company, which we're going to talk about. So that only helps, you know, everything helps each other. So how is it for you? Like, when did you like, as far as your industry, like when did social media become such a massive like part of your life? So it's funny because I think I'm kind of going through what you're going through where right. I'm like, screw this. Like, I don't want to have to deal with this stuff. But then I'm also like, wow, it would be a major advantage mm -hmm. for me. And as like for the business to have a really strong social influence. Because it I'm means like, everything. How do I do it? Right. Like, how do I do it in a way that's genuine right. and different from other people? Where do I start? And also, that's a full-time job on its own. So how do I run a company, still do some modeling stuff, and then now somehow become an influencer? Because just having a page where you're featuring your modeling work, that's not... Or, like, telling people about my business, that's not enough. Like, you right. have to think about it in a creative way that's, yes. like, what's going to engage people? Or, like, how am I going to go about this in a way that's true to me? And it's, like, I haven't even figured that out. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go about that. But right. I know it's important. So it's I'm in the important. same boat where I'm, like, okay, I know this is important. I know I need to figure it out. Right. But I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to get there yet. Right. And it can be frustrating going on Instagram and seeing the people who are doing it amazing. Yes. And you're happy for them. And you're, yes. like, following them. But you're, like... Gosh, like, how did they figure that out? Like, it's you know what I watch the people that are constantly doing stories every, you know, hour of the day. Totally, and I'm like, how the fuck? And they and they're and they're also like they are like traveling and performing and they have full time jobs. I'm like, how are you doing that? I know. I'm also like embarrassed to do it. Yeah, I never want to just like whip out my camera and be like, this is me taking a shit. Everyone wants to see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Like even in my own house, if I'm like, oh, I guess I should take like a selfie or something. I'm like, is anyone looking up uh, yeah. in my house right now? Oh and, my like, god, judging me? <laughs> I don't know why I care. Oh my god, seriously. But let's just slide away. <laughs> I don't want to forget this thought. I want your thought on it because. If you guys, you guys need to obviously follow Chrissy for sure and look at her body because it's amazing. But I'm sure there are things that you're like, oh, I don't like this aspect of my body. But like, so answer honestly. We, she has a boyfriend, so settle down, everyone. So have you ever <laughs> taken, you know, your own like, you know, naked pic to send to someone? Um, not completely naked. No, okay, that's no. okay. But like, like covering, yeah, yeah, like a sexy photo covering. Yeah, and I anything. sent it to the wrong person once. Oh my god, you did what? <laughs> Who? How? No, please tell me this right now. I, I did that too, but I want to hear your story first. Like, how? Right. It's really awkward. It's like a, a guy who like sells a lot of the photos that I used to take, like modeling oh, okay. shots with this photographer. Mm -hmm. He is he's like a fine art collector, and he's right. a friend as well, like a family friend, and he's much older, and um. He was texting me at the same time Monty was texting me and I was oh in Germany God. on like a job. And some, I don't know, I was probably like jet lagged and I've done that. thought yep. I was writing Monty. Yep. <laughs> I sent it to him. What did he say? He said, it's okay. Thanks. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. What's he going to say? Oh my God. That's hilarious. Like, you're welcome. No, this is even more awkward. Oh I'd like just said nothing. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I want it. We're going to get into the art of taking the perfect, like risque uh, selfie for a female in a second. But my, um, cause it's not easy guys, guys, you can just pull your pant leg down and be like, there's my dick. Like for a girl, it is, it takes, it's a very long process, but I also was hooking up with someone and I came home drunk one night because, you know, because, <laughs> you know, that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's, I don't have to explain anymore. And he was like, send me a pic. And he was on Snap at the time. And so we were just doing it on Snap for whatever reason, which is fine because you guys know if you're not familiar with Snap, it'll just disappear in 24 hours or 
Yeah, like Trump Roberts. Yeah. So, but I didn't even care at that point. I was like, yeah, he's going to get some tits. So it wasn't even my tits. It was like a bra shop, but it yeah. was like I had a new sexy bra and it was like really cute. So, and it made your beams look yeah, really good. Yeah, it looked really sure. great, really perky. <laughs> and I was like, I looked really like I had that like you just fucked me look because I, you know, I was drunk. So I'm a little one of my scares coming down. So I was like, perfect. I look like I had just already had sex. I was in the bathroom, but I took it and I sent it to him. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing on Snapchat. Like when you add a friend it, usually their name for some reason, I don't know what the algorithm is, but their name like pops up on the top of your friends list. I wasn't paying attention either because I was drunk and I I just hit send and then I didn't hear anything from him. And, you know, then I, te- I was texting him back and forth. There was something going on with his phone. So I was texting him and snapping him. And I'm like, did you get the pic? And he's like, I didn't get the pic. I was like, or I'll send it again. Like it didn't even like occur to me that it could have gone like somewhere else. And I looked and it was, I sent it to the most conservative girl who is my co-worker's assistant she is a young girl who works in my That's office amazing. who is very like very reserved and very conservative and she had just added me on snap and I sent her like I'm technically her boss and I sent her I sent her my tits in a bra in a bathroom with a look that was like come fuck me like it was a really like female empowerment yeah yes. yeah be proud of you so I had to send her a text thank god I I remember I go I sent you a snap do not open I go it is oh a risque God. photo I am so sorry wrong person <laughs> I go just don't open your snap until Monday you know Please. she's like oh I gotta see this she didn't she's because she's <laughs> that good of a girl that when wow. I got to work she gave me her phone and I opened it and then it disappeared go, yeah because it's not 24 hours amazing. Amazing. it opens when you uh, when yeah it disappears when you open it um so yeah it was amazing that she didn't do it I'm so grateful, but it was it was pretty awesome. I did the same thing on Snapchat <laughs> once, but it, I feel like it was also a bra thing. Yeah, I mean, there's only a few there's only a few people that I've here's the thing about taking a naked photo. A lot of people are like don't ever do it with your face on it because it'll get out there. Here's the thing: if it's a hot photo and you actually see my tits, I don't give a shit. Look what fucking look at Kim Kardashian. I always oh, refer back sure, to that yeah. when someone's like, it can destroy your career. Absolutely not. It absolutely will not destroy your career. Will it be embarrassing to your family and friends? Probably. But if you look hot, who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah these are my tits. I'm in my 40s. What fucking suck it? Yes, I am laying on my back. People say so they look way perkier, but it doesn't matter. No, I I agree. Yes. So I mean, uh, not like everyone should just do it all the time. Oh, but do it. For, yes. Yeah. If you're sending it to someone, here's the best thing. I actually and I posted this on Instagram because it's it's just risque. It's just I'm on my stomach, so you don't see anything, but you can tell that I've got a cute little thong on and I got knee socks on and it's very cute. And right, and I was taking it up and it had a timer and I was taking it and the second one I took. Uh, is my cat in the frame. He photobombed my sexy pic, and he's looking at me (laughs) with judgment. I swear to God, I'll show you the pic after. He's looking at me like, you dumb slut. I love it. He's like, he has this look, like he can't even believe that I'm, he's like, you're so desperate. Like That's what he's basically (laughs) saying. But here I am like smiling and looking all sexy, and my cat's all like, yeah, he's never gonna, he's never gonna text you back. Like that's exactly what his look was. But it was really fun. It was pretty great. I love that. Those are the best. Yeah, Jersey, my cat, is Gotta love him. such an attitude. <laughs> Judges his mom. Um, but here's the thing, guys. Like, and I'm assuming, you know, you, it doesn't matter if you're a model, if you're, you know, a construction worker, female, because female, you know, women can be construction workers. Uh, taking a sexy pic is not as easy as it is for a woman. No, it's not easy. We can't, see, to me, I don't know if it's the same for you, like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm on my couch, this is what I look like. And, like, I have to sort of have, like, we want something funny or cute or... 
Like, you know, when I did the knee sock one, I was like, it's freezing outside. Thank God I put my knee yeah, socks exactly. on. You know what look I mean? My like, socks. Look at my new socks. You know what I mean? So it's got to be something. But guys are literally like, they don't even put anything. They're just like, dick. Like, that's, they don't even, they have to say nothing. It's just like, also, it's like, they don't even tell us before they're going to send it. So all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, whoa. We see like image coming in. We're like, I don't know if this is going to be a kitten or a dick. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. I also get unsolicited oh dicks, which I'm sure you do on some sort of like, out there like on your like other page you know what I mean when people well thank requests. god Instagram changed the way they do things there's that whole other inbox yes. where I just usually yes. never even look now uh, yes I sometimes look because every once in a while it is a comic or someone that I'm not following and they're trying to message me but mm-hmm. if it says tap here to see image oh, totally I absolutely do know it. and then sometimes when I'm with my friends I'm like let's fucking look at some dicks you know what I mean because <laughs> um, it's like super fun to just be like yeah look at this guy He's, like and I'm sure you get those creepy messages too and this is like the problem because right now you know you look amazing in your page and you're definitely you know what I mean you're presenting yourself in one way even though you're starting your own beauty line but I'm sure you just have a lot of guys that are just sending creepy you know I mean it's it's not even so much creepy I mean it's you know it's sweet that they're like you're stunning you know I want to like it's stunning hot like they send all those things you know what I mean and people say that to me they're just like I'm like thanks I can't even I know it's like what do you say back (laughs) yeah so it's hard it's like those are probably not the people you know that's not going to be your demographic of people that's going to want to buy your line of oh exactly beauty food people (laughs) see that transition right into beauty food Um, well and that like goes back to what we were talking about it's like how do I do this transition because I'm going to lose like probably half my followers well, like you, since I've been posting that, I've been losing followers. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Like, see, that's the thing. It's like, why are people so, they're so ridiculous. Like, oh, she's posting about fucking healthy shit. Fuck her. You know what no, I mean? No, they'll be like, add, unfollow. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. I love it when they announce that they're unfollowing you too. They're like, unfollow Jody. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, hold on. Let me. Let me, my let me add you to my <laughs> exactly. unsubscribe list. Exactly. No problem. Um, <laughs> but have you thought about starting, do you have your own Instagram page for this as well or no? For the company, yeah. For the company. Okay, so tell everybody about your amazing company. So my company is called Kalumi, mm-hmm. and the line is Beauty Food. So it's Kalumi Beauty Food. Love it. And um, my best friend and model and I created it. We needed something in the modeling industry that was healthy and helped right. our skin, um, but we're like super fussy kind of health freaks. So we wanted it with like no dairy. We wanted more protein than sugar. We didn't want sugar alcohols. Right. We didn't want gluten. Um, everything's non-GMO. So that's exactly what this is. It's a beauty supplement and it's a super clean snack all in one. And it's also really filling because it's well balanced. Um, I've had them. They are delicious. And I have two here, so I'm going to be eating them um, later. And <laughs> what I actually love about this too is because... Now, I don't know about you. Like, you definitely live a much cleaner, healthier life. Having said that, you you know, it's part of your profession, so you Mm -hmm. you need to. And as part of my profession as a comic, we just drink and do cocaine. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, No, I'm kidding, but I've done both. That's a model Um, diet Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Absolutely. What am I talking about? Um, But, I mean, you know, it's... I've no, I am... I'm super open that I haven't lived the cleanest life. I live a cleaner life now, but I still love to drink. I'm not a smoker, I don't. I don't even smoke pot, really. Uh, but I love alcohol, and I love. I love protein. I don't eat carbs, really. Um, Unless it's a cake pop. Oh, right. I eat cake pops. Okay, <laughs> if I eat carbs, it's definitely early in the day. Um, <laughs> but I eat lots of vegetables. But so I'm. I'm definitely a combination of both. But I've definitely not lived the cleanest life. But I can tell you now that I. I take every supplement there is out there. (laughs) 
Like really? just and, and it really makes a difference. But I, I, you know, I have the collagen powder. Which so what the collagen that you have in here? Explain that because I take the collagen powder. Um, yeah. So what what collagen is in this? So we only use marine collagen, right? And we we are using a full twelve gram serving. Explain so, explain to that to our listeners. What that yeah. Is. So most people don't know, but. Um, when you say collagen, a lot of people just think collagen. It's right. just one thing. But um, the different types and where they're sourced from are actually pretty different. So the most popular one, it's it's the cheapest, it's most available um, at most stores, is a bovine-sourced collagen. Okay. Um, and that is a mixture of type 1 and type 3. So you're not getting, like, more of one type than the other. They say that one is is good for hair, skin, and nails because it has some type 1. That's right. that's the one that's responsible for hair, skin, right. and nails because it makes up like 90%. Type 1 makes up 90% of our hair, skin, and nails. Right. Um, but the type 3 is more so taken for joints. So that, the bovine one, you're getting a mixture. So Important. there's other things with that too. Like a lot of people don't like eating land animals. So right. you're not going to want to have that one. Also, they say like, you know, different diseases that are found in land animals, you know, that that can be more susceptible to that right. exposure. So we're using marine collagen, which is predominantly a type one collagen. Okay. It's mostly type one. So it's going to be way more of like way more beneficial for beauty results for hair, skin and nails since it. it makes up 90 percent of our hair, skin and nails. So also on top of that, it's from fish. So it's right. pescatarian. Right. Um, it's a part of the fish that would otherwise be thrown away and kind of pollute the environment. Right. Um, you also get more collagen, like per ounce from a fish, and it's absorbed one and a half times faster than other types of collagen. Well, I'm literally so it's gonna... just like the best kind of <laughs> collagen. like a fish store on the way home, I'm just going to start swallowing <laughs> fish whole. I'm I like, know, give me those just eat the fish. skins. Just give it, give me those skins. <laughs> oh. the, the powder that I take is, is, uh, the type one and type three. Yeah. Um, Yes. I, I mean, it's not, it's, I'm sure it's the bovine, um, but yeah, and it's, I've definitely noticed a difference taking that, but now I'm definitely going to switch over <laughs> to like anything that's like, because here's the thing, it's like, the older you get to, I've always, I definitely am not going to be like, oh my God, I've had so many problems. I'm not going to lie about that. I've definitely been blessed with good genetics as far as I've always had really good hair mm-hmm. and skin. Yeah, hair. I've never, you know, suffered with acne. I'm super grateful for that. Um, but since taking, you know, I did collagen, biotin, vitamin D, but every vitamin you can take, every kind of supplement you can take. And I definitely noticed the difference in my in my skin, in my hair, in my nails. Yeah, but, and energy probably as well. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I always feel tired. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess I do. I guess I have a lot of energy. I guess I never notice. No, I guess I do have energy. I don't. I think I've always had energy, though. So it yeah, definitely supports it. it. So, but I'm used to it. I'm definitely yeah. somebody that already has a lot of energy. Um, but especially like the older you get, like it's no joke. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, you know. And if you haven't, you will. Because <laughs> I think my first like really, like the first time I really noticed the slow, like a slowing in my metabolism. Or oh, changes, yeah. it was like probably 26, 27. Yeah, you're 25, like, 26. Yeah, when you're like, oh, wait a second. Like, you could just like normally like walk to the bathroom in the morning. You're like, that's my workout. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I'm just so thin. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. The things I used to do don't do. And I feel like it happens like, yeah, 25 to 27. And then again, at like 32, 33. It's very weird how yeah. it happens every few years. Everything just sort of like, everything's different. Your body. Well, that's what like inspired my health journey. Oh, was, right. Yeah. So I was like fighting to be a model in LA. Right. 
And a lot of stuff happened. I told you, like, how that first agent in Florida was saying, like, right. I'm not even going to sign you exclusive. Right. You're not going to work that much. The same, similar kind of thing happened. I signed in California with a small agency first. Mm-hmm. And Paul Marciano from Guess found me through a Beach Bunny right. can, um, like contest thing. Because there's a lot of contests in modeling. Yes, there's a lot just of so them that contests. you can, like, self, like, you can like, submit yourself it's for. amazing. Yeah, and so, like, he saw that that, what my agency was, and he contacted them and booked me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you booked this. I wouldn't have even submitted you for that. Gross. Yeah, and then they're like, honestly, it's probably not your face. It's probably just, like, neck down. And then it came out, and it was massive campaign, I like, saw it. and every storefront. I saw it, everyone. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but um, amazing. when that happened, I was like, I'm going to a bigger agency. Like, I'm, yeah. But then I was a small fish, like, with right. all these girls. They're like, so what? You booked guests. We have, like, 10 girls that work for them all the time. You know, so that I was fighting for that, and it was so crazy. At the same time that I was fighting to get signed with, like, Wilhelmina, I got terrible cystic acne. Like, oh, my God. All over. I know my so many people that have that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I don't know really. Well, I later found out, I think, what kind of caused it. But it took me, like, a whole year to get it to go away. And they weren't really going to send me out. They're like, we're not sending you out until you fix it. And there was some, like, UFC, luckily, I was able, I wore right. makeup for that. Right. You couldn't tell. Like, they'd airbrush it. And right. You really couldn't tell with that. But for modeling, of course, you go to a casting with no makeup. So they're like, we're, we're not sending you out. Yeah. So it was a tough year, and I spent that whole year. Luckily, I had saved a lot of my money, and I right. had the UFC because I was paying to go to a naturopath, and it was really expensive, mm-hmm. and she was testing my hormones and my blood work and all this stuff. And I learned so much about my body and, like, just yeah. the human body in general, and that's when I became really passionate about health and wellness. And I actually I went vegan for two years, which ended up being terrible for my body type, oh, God. which is, like, a whole other story, but... I finally cleared up the acne naturally. Like, they wow. wanted to put me on spironolactone, and I took that for, like, two months, and I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. It's something they prescribe people, I think, with high blood pressure. Oh, my God. But they found out that it also helps with cystic <laughs> it's, acne. It's like one of those happy sort of, like, coincidences. Like exactly. Your blood pressure's down, and your skin looks amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they prescribe it now. Was it, though? That. I know it didn't, like, sit well with your body, but was it? helping the acne oh it cleared it up but it freaked me out like oh i'm relying on this pill what is why is my body telling me something's wrong right like then my whole mind was changed about wellness well what was wrong what does cause it so it ended up being deficiencies yeah so there's a lot and i still have problems today now i'm dealing with hypothyroid which i'm trying to reverse myself like pull through a naturopath but um it was. It kind of started with. Um, I took a bunch of antibiotics that was kind of right. given to me. Like they shouldn't have given that to me because the way they diagnosed it was wrong. Right. They like tested my blood and found this like H. pylori something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole big thing that they immediately are like, "Oh, you have it." And my, exactly. And my ENT like was like my ENT and my um, my gastro guy because I have a lot of acid reflux. He's like, oh, "You yeah. don't have it." Exactly. <laughs> right, but everyone wa- like other people are like, "No, you have it." And exactly. of course, I went down that rabbit hole. I was like, "Oh my god, I have it. I have this H whatever. This yeah. stuff's terrible." And I totally like believed it, but now I, I don't think I have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like a walk-in clinic was like cuz it was going to take me 2 months to see the gastro. So they're like, "Oh, we'll check for this thing first until you right. get there." Cuz I was like having just like digestive issues and right. stuff. And they found it in my blood. So like, oh, you have this. Here's the prescription. $500 worth of amoxicillin. I oh took it. Oh, my God. Got to the gastro two months later. He's like, that's not how you diagnose for that. You probably didn't even have that. And he's like, you've just like wrecked your gut. I was just going to say. By this, doing that. And a massive amount of yeah. amoxicillin. 
So that started it all. And then I ended up being deficient. I think it was causing me to not absorb nutrients properly mm-hmm. because it messed up my gut. So I was really deficient in um, magnesium. Right. And then they actually found through a saliva test that's like a genetic code, kind of like the 23andMe yeah. where you can learn a lot about like what your diet should be Yes, and stuff. yes, yes. They found I have this mutation that's like a MTF something. I forget what it's called. Right. But it's where you like can't convert um, folate properly into the kind that your body needs. Okay. So I have to take like um, already broken down one. It's actually pretty common. A lot of people have it. Right. So once I took those two things, Two right. supplements, my whole face just completely cleared up. Amazing. Yeah. I need to let it go. It is a long journey and very, that is a long very journey. scientific. So. I, I, like, need to let go. Like, I know you can get tested and see, like, what you're deficient in. And I know, like, my last blood test, she was like, you need more vitamin D. But apparently everybody needs a lot uh, more vitamin people. D. Most people do. Yeah. Um, so you have to be yeah. careful as well because it can be toxic if oh, you great. take too much. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm taking, like, well, I'm taking, like, one pill a day, which is, I don't even so know. Like, milligrams. a thousand, probably. Whatever probably they find. Whatever they tell Just me to one, take. Just one, yeah. Yeah. Whatever she told me to take. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it is, like, really insane. And and I have to say, like, for me, I definitely have a very strong immune system uh, for the most part. I rarely get sick. Most of That's my issues good. are, yes. But most of my issues are, you know, now are gastro-related, like, I have, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of acid reflux issues, which isn't great. And I have sinus issues, too. So those are my two things. Having said that, I've always had sinus issues my whole life. My nose was broken at a young age, and I I have allergies from moving out here, not when I was on the East Coast. So that's something that, you know, eventually will work out inside my nose will help. But the stomach issues, for sure, was a huge thing because I started getting acid reflux not too long ago, like maybe six years ago. And I, can, and I know what what triggers them for sure. You know what I mean? I was on the GERD diet. I got, you know, an endoscopy and a colonoscopy. Mm. Like they went in on both sides, yeah. <laughs> I mean, front and back. And, uh, and you know, I'm fine in that way, but you know, it's, I still suffer from it. And of course I'm not a hundred percent GERD diet because that's not reasonable. It's not yeah. a reasonable lifestyle. You have to live a little. Yes. And my doctor even told me like he, uh, he actually, there are some other things you can do, you know, other procedures that are really minimally invasive, you know, that are, that are shown to have great results because he's like, you are really, you know, you're young. You shouldn't have to cut out every single thing. You know what I mean? That, you know, like I only have like one cup of coffee today. I had two. Um, but I mean, you know, that chocolate, caffeine, alcohol, anything that like, you know, ketchup, spicy food, spicy right? food any yeah. onions, garlic, any, like anything that has flavor to it, like cut it out, live on crackers. And I don't even like <laughs> eat the carbs. I'm like, you shouldn't have, you know, fatty meats or all of that. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. this is going to do that. And I'm like, so I'm just eating like just chicken breast, like just chicken breast and like some vegetables. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Um, but it is interesting because stress definitely contributes to it. And I, and I know when like it happens, you know what I mean? When it's building up. So that's something that I want to work on, you know, getting older. That's why I'm always like, I'm always looking for stuff like this. And so what you guys have, so what do you have on your line right now? So we have three flavors in the line and we're about to launch our fourth flavor, which is a little bit different. It's not with marine collagen. That's as much as I can say. It's oh. for certain people who can't have collagen. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. And then we're working on a new line as well that we'll probably release next year. That's not bars. So I can't talk about that yet. She can't talk about yet, but she can't talk about anything. I can't tell you. She can't offer. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we offer the line of marine collagen bars right now. I think. I mean, this is so important, and it's like I again, I want to get tested for like you know, 
like, oh, I need to do a scratch test. I need to do, like, all of these things. Because I've never really properly done it because I've been healthy in my life, you know, yeah. for the most of my life. And now I'm, like, the older I get, I'm, like, I don't think I can. I think, I think I've got some sensitivity to, <laughs> yeah. to that, you know. That's a funny thing to be, like, you know what I mean? Like, I never thought I did have sensitivity to certain foods, but obviously I do. And I think, it, you know, it's with age, too, and I'm sure I've, again, destroyed my body. So it's important for that. I am, and here's the thing. It's, like, I'm a big fan of of the homeopathic route and the naturalist and doing all of that. Having said that too, I also, I'm very open about it. I also support, you know, you know, Western medicine as well. You have like, to have a balance. You have to have a balance because you meet people on both sides, like that are like, I'm not, you know, I have cancer, I have stage three cancer and I'm just gonna do it homeopathically. I'm like, I'll be at your funeral. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I will say something nice. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like you have to, until we get to a, a place, you know, a time when you don't have to, like, trust that the medical advances that people have made that have saved millions of lives can also help you. Totally. Like, well, I read about stories like that where people have tried to heal themselves uh, homeopathically, and they end up dying. Yeah, and sometimes then they, uh, it yeah. works, but sometimes, yes. we probably don't hear about the times when it doesn't work, which might be way more often. I feel so. like it is. I feel like what happens is, is that, and I know two cases. One I just read about through a, a friend of mine, their friend. Another one I actually knew this person you know, mm. a long time ago and they unfortunately passed. But I feel like they try to, they start out trying to go homeopathic, you know what I mean? Eastern medicine, I'm going to do it this. And then when they make that turn, like, okay, fuck it. Give me the chemo. It's give like me that. Too late. It's too late. Yeah. They're like stage four. And that's what really upsets me because they most likely, if they had started in the beginning, of doing a combination of both. There's no reason yeah. you can't, you know what I mean? My my dad's wife just had to get, you know, chemo, and she's fine, and I have cancer that runs in my family, so, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, like, ready if it comes. Um, but I'm really, I'm very proactive with all of that eat a lot of, of garlic. Stuff. I eat a lot of garlic, except yeah. the acid reflux. is like, stop really? me from, I know, it's not terrible. Oh, that's annoying. It's so annoying. I love onions, too. I love those especially onions it's like it's funny you know when you're young you, every you're like oh i can eat that i can drink that like that'll have no effect on me and now i'm like is that a fucking onion like, <laughs> my throat will be a burning people for hours don't like onions so i know i love they them. say they're hard to digest anyway i mean, i'm sure that but contributes to everything. some people i think oh my god um so let's talk about your cats for a second Oh, yeah. Um, she's cats. got like two of the most beautiful cats on <laughs> They're the ragdolls. They're ragdolls, everyone. Yes. Um, you have a boy and a girl, and they're yes. what? They're two brother and sister. They're, brother and sister. they're almost two. They're brother and sister, but if they weren't, yes, they would probably have sex with each other and reproduce. Oh, well, honestly, incest I, think, is huge, I think they still do, even, oh, even are they? though they are related. Wait, because I, I had to get them fixed. Right, of course. Because yeah, I no, think no, if course. we didn't, oh yeah, I'm saying if they weren't right? fixed, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they oh, don't yeah. know. They don't know. Oh, any no. different. they would have been like, "You're fucking hot. You're hot too." Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have a smell that tells me yeah. that I would like to do yeah. that. You seem really familiar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna sleep with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to, which is amazing to me because I've never looked at my brother. I never thought that. So, um, <laughs> but like, it's like, oh, here we have. You know what I mean? Like in the animal kingdom, this is what they do. Uh, <laughs> and you do. You have to get them fixed, especially with boy cats. Even earlier, although girl cats will get their period for sure. Yeah, I had a girl cat once, and when they're in heat, they're it's like really kind of funny. I remember really? growing up, we had a cat that was in heat because we hadn't gotten her fixed yet, and she was like like running around the house scraping her vagina on the ground for something. Oh, so really? she was running, and I was and I was laughing, and my mom's like, "Is that funny?" We should like my mom was like freaking out. I was oh like, "It's gosh. hilarious." Uh, even if I did that, if I ran around the house rubbing my vagina against the floor, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would definitely get. Uh, 
a lot of likes. Um, <laughs> it might be a good workout. As well. I, you're right. Oh, my God. I totally feel like it absolutely would. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I love your cats. I, I don't know if you have this. Like, Wait, have you always been a cat person? No. See, that's so funny. I've never Marcus hated cats, but I... So then why, why cats? Well... We got a cat when I was a kid because my sister wanted one. Okay. I was already like 16, so okay. I had already kind of felt like I'm a dog person. But we got the cat, and it was really cute. And I was like, okay, actually, maybe I like cats. And then when I moved out here and I felt kind of lonely, I wanted to get a pet, but I knew that I'd be a terrible dog mom. Right. So much work. Exactly. And so I remembered, like, oh, we got a cat when I was when I was back home, and that was actually kind of nice. So... I convinced Monty yes. to let us get a cat. I know. And I, it took a while, but... Monty was on the show and we talked about it because he used to make fun of me, everyone, about being such a, you know, cat. And I'm not even that crazy of a cat lady. I just get labeled that way. Um, but I'm really not. I think you like it as well. I like you? it a little bit. I mean, obviously, but nobody believes that I only have one. I only have one cat, people. Like, everyone's like, how are your cats? I'm like, I have one. <laughs> like, every single person. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I have one. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, what do you mean am I sure? Like, why do you think I would lie about that? Like, it's not like I have a closet of cats and then when, like, guests leave, I'm like, you guys can come out now. They're gone. I mean, you're like Howard Stern. You love chicks, but you're loyal. You've I'm got loyal. one lady. I I have exactly, it's exactly right. Thank you. I'm loyal to my cat. Um, but it's like, I remember when you guys got Hamilton and it was, I didn't even know you got Hamilton until I get a text from him one day. It was just a picture of his gorgeous little face. And all he wrote was, I get it now. That's oh, all he wrote. So and cute. I was like, you see, because here's the thing about cats. And for those of you right out there right now about to turn this off, fucking don't. I will cut you. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about cats. Like, dogs love everyone. They love everyone. They really do. They're not loyal. What it, I mean, they're loyal to you, but they love everyone. You bring your friends over, they're like, oh, this person's going to feed me and touch me. Yay. Cats, when they love you, they really love you. You've earned their love. And that's, yeah, you have to earn it. It's a really, it's a big thing. I don't know if you say things, like, I say inappropriate things to my cat all the time. <laughs> I can't help it. He's like that what? cute. He's so cute. All cats to me are so cute. Well, they like hold the eye contact. Yes, they really, like, they really, yeah, yeah, they really look into your soul. Like, there's a love there that is. He, they're so cute that I, I get like overwhelmed and I say really inappropriate <laughs> things. Like, my one friend wants to like record me doing it. I can't even like it's it's the other day. Jersey was laying on the floor, and if you guys want to go to my page, go to my page and look at my fucking Abyssinian cat. He's got these, like, beautiful <laughs> black gorgeous. lips. He's gorgeous. He's, like, a stunning with green eyes, and he just, like, just his hair. I looked at him the other day. He was laying, you know, his body was all sprawled out. He was, like, doing that, like, licking his paw, but, like, kind of looking at you and be like, this is my body. And it's like, you see his tummy, and you're just like... <laughs> and he kind of looked at me, and his tongue was kind of just, like, hanging out a little oh, bit. Oh, I love that. When they were just cleaning it. themselves, yes. and they and don't their tongue, put the tongue yes, back and the in little, little Carpaccio <laughs> tongue is just sticking out and out loud to no one thank god no one was there i said i will fuck that mouth i don't know wow, why just came, it just came right out <laughs> and he and, and he had no reaction to that he just went back to licking himself like yeah i know like, i can't i'm like i'll fuck it i'll just, I, and that's it doesn't even make sense i can't even fuck that mouth i don't even know what i'm talking about i just maybe that's just how you show affection it is I'm just like because <laughs> he just looked at me like, i will fuck that mouth like can we just say like usually whatever like i see him and i'm like i'll take that ass and stick it right i'll take your whole body and push it right in my mouth that's like i want to like eat him sometimes mine is more like ron burgundy from anchorman it's <laughs> like oh my little fat alabaster doll <laughs> He looks so glorious. Come on over here. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, this is how these large 
animals talk. Yeah. Cats think of us as other cats, in case you guys don't know that. I know that because I work on a trivia show. They just think of us as larger cats. Like, they don't really understand. Yeah, it's true. I I kind of get embarrassed at my cat voice because, like, if I talk to them in normal voice, they don't really listen. But if I talk to them in cat voice, they, like, talk back to me. Yeah. And then if I take a video and I send it to someone, I'm like, oh, my God, I sound terrifying. Oh, yeah. I I mean, if anybody heard the way, I mean, you guys all just heard how I talk to my cat, but that's how I do. I mean, like, (laughs) like, high pitched voice. I'm like, I'll like walk in and I'll be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> like, I just like, go, I go like all these different voices, you know what I mean? And then I like, sometimes like, I'm just like kissing his stomach and I'm like, I just want to like bite his leg or do something just because it's too much, it's too much cuteness like wrapped up in that body, you know what I mean? I used to do that with my golden retriever is like put their long like nose yeah. in my mouth. Yes. And, like try to bite it. Yeah. You just want to like do it. Like anybody that it's says, so see, I mouth kiss the cat. So people are always like, oh my God. I'm like, come on. Stop it. Every like the majority of people mouth kiss their pets. Okay. Just I've never done that. You gotta get in there. You gotta get right in <laughs> to those little lips. You gotta Monty, be careful though. Monty's gonna be like, why do you taste like tuna fish? Like tuna fish. <laughs> I love Jersey's breath. Also I'll, I'll get like close and like sniff it and be it like It smells like SeaWorld to me whenever I smell their breath. I'm really? Like, yeah, it smells like fish. Well, I don't kiss him right after he eats. Okay. It's not... Well, it's probably their food, you're right. Yeah. No, don't kiss him after they eat. Like wait for a while. <laughs> you like get right up in there, you're like, let me t- Jody said I need to do this. (laughs) No, you do that one night. Like, I always joke about how, like, I think it's, for me, it's, your animals are so much cuter when you've been drinking. Because it's like, sometimes I'll be out, I'll do a show, I'll have a couple drinks. And then, like, the second you walk in, you're like, oh. It's like almost you forget that you had a cat or a pet. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, like, all you wanted, you're just like, where'd you come from? And then you're like, (laughs) then you start chasing them around the house. And they cats love it when you chase them. So then I'll just go on a hole. And now I have a new house. So Jersey's just, like, in heaven. He gets to run everywhere. He's 13, though, and I get, like, nervous because he's not a spring chicken anymore. And he thinks he is. So he's, like, running everywhere. He's going to, like, throw up leg out or something it's mm, pretty much be fine i know um all right so tell me though it. all right like so when i brought up earlier though the whole like quarter life crisis do you yeah are you is that is that something that you're experiencing definitely now? yeah i mean are your friends to, like, getting married not now to, like, throw monty under the bus no throw but... him no throw him under he threw you like right under the i'm oh, just good. kidding i'm good, just kidding good. honesty is the best policy yes but yeah i think i always pictured myself married by now right and my friends back home were all yeah married and they're actually having kids yes i don't feel the pressure yet of having kids quite yet although i think i'd like to sometime or at some time but (laughs) sometime um, today or yeah at some (laughs) at some time today but definitely the marriage thing i feel it and it's hard because i'm like okay am i feeling this because i feel like i'm expected to do it yeah and is it wrong of me like i would never want to put pressure on the person i'm with that they have to do it because that doesn't feel nice and that's probably not a good start to a marriage right but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of deserve it as well. And like, if it's not going to, if if they're not thinking the same way, I want to know. Right. So like, that's definitely something we've been talking about and like kind of trying to work out. But let me ask you a question, because I know for me, and I've talked about this before, but I, I, and I've been single the majority of my life. And I obviously would love to get married. But more importantly, I would actually just love to find the person that I know I'm going to spend my life with. Yeah. And marriage doesn't have to. I, I never as a young girl was like planning my wedding you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I for some reason I didn't I always in my imagination though had someone with me had a family and was that but I know a lot of girls plan like this you know picturesque fairy tale wedding and I didn't for some reason which is interesting so it was never I would of course I've I've also been a bridesmaid I think 15 times now maid of honor three times so I've definitely you know gone through that and yes all my friends at that age too were already getting married when I moved out here at 27 almost all my friends were getting married and starting families they started having kids already 
But I, I was like, well, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. Um, and then I just woke up and I, I think I'm like a lot of women out there where you concentrate on your career for totally. a very long period Especially of time. Especially out here. Yes, out here, age is completely yeah. different. You know what I mean? So you just concentrate on your career and then one day you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm single and I have no children. Um, or <laughs> I've just been with somebody for a long time and I don't know where this is going. So let me ask you a question. I'm not even saying that it, it, Monty, it could be anyone, Let's say, whoever you're with, when you really feel it, like... If they're like, I feel the same way, I'm just not ready to plan the wedding, but I see myself with you for the rest of my life. Would that be enough for you now for you to be like, or is it the act of the official act of getting married, having that? Well, that's, I guess, the crisis that I'm in is right. working through. Is it's like, does this really mean something to me? Because, I mean, he's said that and, yeah. you know, with anyone like you're talking about. If they said that, it feels nice to know that. But it's kind of like, well, what's the difference of doing it now? Right. Like, why wait? You right. know? Um, so that's something I think con constantly comes up for me. And it's working through that. Where is it coming from? Is it because that's what right. I want? Or because it's the pressure that I have? Or, like, I want to show people that I'm right. married. Right. Like, you know? look, I'm married. Right. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you get pressure from your parents? A little. Yeah. They're not, like overbearing about it right. but yeah my mom will always be like well I thought I'd have little kids to play with by now and I'm like well I'm not doing that anytime soon yeah anyway. exactly like even if I get married that's not happening right now you know what I mean yeah, and people exactly. are definitely having kids way later in life like for me a lot of my friends started at like 27 and then I had like two of my closest friends were in their 30s you know yeah what I mean? and and I'm like right now you know I don't know if you knew this but like I spent a year after my mom died trying to get pregnant on my own oh really yeah and because I was like I, I don't have any control about when I'm going to meet that, you know, soulmate or that person. Totally. But I do have a control over when I can get pregnant, you know, yeah. as much, much control as I thought I could have. So I spent, you know, all my savings and a year of my life. I didn't do IVF, but I did IUI, which is a little less invasive. But we felt relatively confident that I was going to, you know, get pregnant. Um, and I didn't. And there was a lot of, like, why didn't that work? Still the morning of, like, I can't have kids now naturally unless, you know, I spend a lot of money. Um, yeah. And but now I'm like, I'm OK adopting. And that's something that I definitely want to do. I, I had to I had to also ask myself, yes, is it the act of giving birth my own child or do I just want to be a parent? Like, yeah, do I just you know what I mean? True. And the truth is, is I just want to be a parent. Yeah. Would I let I would have loved to experience pregnancy. But, you know, and. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I could do embryo adoption and then carry my own baby. But my gynecologist is like. Uh, for those of you, embryo adoption is a lot of people just donate their embryos now that have been frozen, and it's a really great way if you if you want to have someone else's embryo and then you carry it to term. And, oh, that's and, cool. And it's a it's actually a less invasive it's a less invasive it's a lo uh, less expensive way. So that's also an option. But having said that, my gynecologist is like, well, you're in your 40s now. Do you really want to be pregnant? Your body's not going to bounce back the way it went. I was like, you're absolutely right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like maybe I don't. The most important thing is being a mom. So I definitely go through through that and. You know, my dad definitely gave me pressure. My mom never gave me pressure about having kids. But you have a, you have a sibling. Does she have children? No, she's younger. Oh, okay. she doesn't. But I mean, she wants me to as well. But what? she doesn't. She doesn't put pressure on me. She's Is just she... like, I'll move out there if you have kids. I like kids. You're like, okay, great. <laughs> then you're my nanny. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, so she's still in Florida. Yeah, All she's right. still in Florida. Uh, before we wrap this up, we have to talk about Florida and Jersey. Wait, so, but before oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to say one thing about yes. the crisis thing. Oh, yes. And I think that. The way to work through it, and it's definitely not easy, is, like we were saying, removing the pressure yes. of, like, what well, what do I want and what am I happy with? And, like, where are these, like, feelings coming from? So it's the same with, like, when you're looking at social media and feeling bad about what you should be doing or who you right. are. 
and then also like these things like marriage and having children and like whatever we're doing in our career or something like a lot of that is really um, motivated by how we are raised and the people around us who have made us feel that way. So I think it's like being open to realizing like, for example, I went to school to be a graphic designer and that's what my parents probably wanted me to do. But if I would have closed all the doors Mm -hmm. and been like, no, I'm a designer, that's what I'm doing. And then I'm getting married and then I'm having kids. I would have never ended up out here. I would have never worked for the UFC. I would have never traveled the world. Like, and because I was open, I was able to just turn my life into what it should be or is meant to be. But if we tell ourselves, like, this is what I'm expected to do. I have to do this. We're closing doors. Closing doors. And so I think it's, like, hard, but staying confident in who we are and what we want and being open is the best way to work through those crises. A thousand percent. I mean, it's very difficult. We know it's not easy, especially because you're sitting here, you know, trying to figure out what you want not just comparing yourself to the your friends in your life and mm-hmm. listening to the pressure of your parents, but anytime you turn on the television or the news or you look on social media, is it you're looking at something and it's creating an emotion inside of you and is it jealousy, envy? Do you really want that? Do you not it's yeah. very it is really hard to separate what you want compared to what you think you want. It's just it's such true. a such a blurred yeah. line. But it is really important. I love that you brought up keeping your options open. It's the same thing for me with comedy. Um, you know, and you could have been a graphic designer and stayed in Florida and got married and already been a mom. And by the way, you could, you could have been super happy. So whatever's supposed to happen, happened because yeah. you were open to it for sure. And I think one of my favorite sayings is, and you brought up the whole open doors, is that far too often we're staring at the one door that closed mm-hmm. and unable to see the windows that have opened up behind us. Yeah, And that happened, and for me, that's like, the story of my life. I definitely get fixated on the goal and not the journey. Yeah. And it's it's you're just like looking at that, you know what I mean, that finish line like that's all I want and you're not you're not you're not seeing what's happening in front of you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you if you're running a marathon, you know what I mean, mile 1, mile 2, you're only looking at the end of the marathon. Yeah. You're like that's what I want to achieve. It's really important to stay open to that, especially yes, especially when you're going through a crisis of sorts. I think it's hard though to it's hard to like sometimes dig up that positivity to do oh, that. It's hard, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like I think yes, having a good support team, and I feel like, God, I just read a we just read a study about this, and this has to do with millennials, mm-hmm. um, which is like unfortunate and sad. But I think they pulled a lot of I forgot what study it was, but I think it was like like an, an enormous percent, like thirty five percent of millennials say they don't have. Uh, any close friends at all. What? Yeah, because everything is everything is on their phone. Everything is in, like, social media. Everything, oh, my gosh. They wow. don't have, and it's very bizarre to me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can sort of see it, for sure. The interaction, human interaction is, like, you know what I mean? We barely do it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, for me, it was, like, growing up, thank God, you know what I mean? We were, we're present all the time. Yeah, it's because true. Because there was nothing else to distract. And there's no... You know, there's nothing wrong with, like, the generations that are coming up now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but that's what the, that's all they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it is important to really unplug and make long-lasting friendships. The one thing I can say that I'm the most grateful for is that I have so many close friends. It's, like, embarrassing because girls would be like, she's my best friend. She's also my best friend. And that girl <laughs> over there is also my best friend. And everyone's like, how do you? I'm like, but it's true. I actually do have I'm like that, too, several, with my friends back yes, home. Se- yeah. Yes, with your friends back home. People that have known you before anything. Yeah, Keep those sure. people in your life because it's really, really important. Um, 
Okay, so you're from Florida. I'm from yes. Jersey. Jersey has the worst rap, I think, out of almost any state, <laughs> with the exception of West Virginia. Sorry, West Virginia. But like, is that Jersey Shore's fault? What did, what did no, that come from? No, it's the mob. It's all that because okay. I don't even live by the Jersey Shore. Like, Got I'm it. North Jersey, but then they're like, oh, the mob. You know what I mean? You bury bodies in your backyard. I'm like, no, just cat bodies. But um, <laughs> like, no. But when people are like, oh, you're from Jersey? Sorry, Jersey's the most. It's the Garden State people. So shut the fuck up. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. We love the coast. I definitely grew up all of our vacation. We're in Florida because I'm Jewish, so that means I have a lot of family that live in Florida. Um, Florida's too humid for me because my hair is curly and I don't <laughs> like it. Um, but I have to be honest, like especially like working on a trivia show, what the fuck is wrong with people from Florida? I don't know what it is. It's so true. The tr- craziest I mean, stories. Like, I know. It's weird. It's definitely not anyone that I know, really, because, I mean, like I said, all my best friends are from there and they're completely normal. Right. But it's like I've met so many people. I'm like, oh, my God, you are so Florida. Or I'll read something like this guy got arrested recently for holding up a bank and putting his real address on the note. His full address was on the note. I go, oh, Florida. Another guy like robbed robbed another guy robbed a surveillance camera store and was caught on every single camera. Like they're just not even like I'm like, like, I think one of our jokes on the show was what was the original name of the show Cops? And the joke is Florida. Florida. Like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? No, like, it's true. And, like, where I went to school in St. Augustine, there is, like, a little town just outside of it where, right. like, it's, like, the craziest right. people oh, there I was, feel like I've ever seen. There was another story about a woman in Florida that got pulled over and she had an alligator in her yoga no. pants. Oh, she had an what? alligator. She was trying to steal an alligator from an alligator farm what the in Jacksonville and shoved it down her yoga pants. First of all, trying to steal oh, an alligator, man. stupid. Secondly... Why are you putting an alligator by your vagina? Yeah, like, what, no. like anything that's like, like what? What are you doing? And you're probably gonna kill it as well, like suffocate it. So. Exactly. She's <laughs> just gonna be point? like, what's going on back here? Exactly. You make like, a purse out of it. Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's true though. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, like that whole. And it's so beautiful. There's yeah. so many parts of Florida that are stunning, and it's just like. But then you just hear these stories, and you're like, Florida, get it together. I mean, I don't really know what it is, but I know for sure, like, where I went to school, the, it was, like, a D school, and I'm not really sure the education maybe isn't the best. So, wait, you say a D school? Yeah. What does a D school even mean? Is you like get rating? rated. Like, oh, like rating, like, like rush a, dogs? B, C, like rush D, dogs? Like, oh, yeah. wow. And I went D to a D school. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that smart. I'm street smart, but don't ask me questions about history. <laughs> Thank God this isn't a history show. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even fuck yeah, no. I would just talk about Hamilton, because I love the play, so. There you go. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right. So uh, we're out of time. This is so much fun. Please tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your products, everything, the website, everything. Yeah. So um, you can follow me on my personal Instagram at Chrissy underscore Blair. It's the same on Twitter. And then you can follow Kalumi at at Kalumi Beauty for Instagram. And then our website is KalumiBeauty.com. Very excited for the new products. Thank you for bringing these. Uh, They're delicious people and they're good for you. So they're clean. They're clean. Mm-hmm. So you can eat them and also drink Jack Daniels. And it's and have glowing skin. And have glowing skin. <laughs> and people will be like, oh, my God, you look amazing. I'm like, thanks, I'm hungover. And I'm like, well, it works for you. And I'm eating My collagen is just in major production mode right now. <laughs> it, it is. Um, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, guys for being here. Thanks for having like me. So it was fun. fun. Oh, my God, this was so much fun. Um, please, uh, new episode every Sunday. So Check it out, everyone. This is Jody Miller, and this is Don't Call Me Ma'am. Don't fucking call me ma'am. Don't say it, guys. Don't do it. (laughs) This has been a Global Story Network production.